The blind stares of a million pairs of eyes Looking hard but won't realize That they will never see the pee Oh man! Yes, sir. We are right back at it. This is All Eyes on Cleveland, the podcast. I'm your host, Brad Ward. Mikey's on the ones and twos. We've got another big-time interview for you tonight with draft prospect Bryce Huff from the Memphis Tigers that went 12-2 and this past year and uh, paid Penn State in the Cotton Bowl. He is uh, a riser, uh, according to... Uh, Bleacher Report in the draft, and we're going to talk to him about the process, uh, how COVID-19 has affected that for him, uh, the East-West Shrine game uh, he put on his own pro day and more, uh, plus I've got some stuff to get to. We're going to talk a little Jadavian Clowney versus Vernon. Uh, we've got Dalvin Cook saying he's the best back in the league. Uh, Odell's girlfriend with a helmet on. Is it the new Browns helmet? Odell's girlfriend leaking the, the jerseys. Not good. And I want to talk a little Bengals uh, draft scenario for you tonight as we take a quick look around the EFC North here on All Eyes on Cleveland, the podcast. You start getting excited. And there it is. We are back in full effect, uh, as usual. Double timing it today. Two shows, one day. Uh, bringing it to you uh, like nobody else can. Uh, all Eyes on Cleveland. The podcast can be found where all popular podcasts are found, including iTunes, Spreaker, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, TuneIn app, Radio.com, and Google Play. Plus, will be published tomorrow morning at... USA Today Sports Media Groups, thebrownswire.com. You can also go to alleyesoncleveland.com, the website uh, where you can check out news on the show, and all of our shows are there as we have had some terrific guests leading up to this draft and uh, experts in to talk about uh, what the Browns need to do in the offseason and draft and we're just two weeks away here on Thursday and it's fitting that tonight we have a very special guest on uh, Bryce Huff of the Memphis Tigers a draft prospect big time draft prospect uh, was on Leisure Reports uh, right list uh, in December um, and uh, played in the East-West Shrine game. Uh, he had, uh, let me take a look at this here, 24 and a half sacks as a junior and senior. If you check this guy's tape out, he is amazing. Uh, just go to watch his highlights on YouTube. I mean, he is fast. 
explosive first step, great motor. Uh, another article out there about how he would fit into the Ravens edge players uh, very well. Um, I think that he's a day three pick, uh, but I think that teams will get a really, really good uh, player from uh Memphis here with Bryce Huff 6'3", 255, second team, all-conference, American uh, that's the American Athletic Conference, which they won, Memphis won, had a very special year uh, at 12-2 and when played in the Cotton Bowl, as I said, against Penn State. So, uh, that's who uh, we have here to interview. Interesting stuff. You know, he, he ran a 4-5-3-4 yard dash, a 4-2-1 shuttle, has a 38 vertical, 23 three reps on the bench 10.5 broad jump i mean he is an athletic specimen uh and you can watch him fly to the ball uh on youtube as he is uh you know tackles for for loss uh you know or jump off the page for you and uh he is uh, uh quick and doesn't stop going as i said gotta love his motor and he's very very fast uh, to the ball um so we're gonna talk to him here about the process and everything that he's been doing and everything going on with him uh we'll come back after this interview uh with bryce and uh talk a little bit about uh, some things i want to with the Browns here on All Eyes on Cleveland Podcast. But without any further ado, Bryce Huff, uh, NFL prospect from the Memphis Tigers. Enjoy. So today on uh, All Eyes on Cleveland, we have a very special guest. We welcome to the show NFL prospect Bryce Huff from the Memphis Tigers. Uh, he is a edge rusher, second team All-American Athletic Conference, uh, finished with 24 and a half sacks his junior and senior year. Uh, recently, uh, this year, uh, on Feature Reports uh, risers uh, list uh, in an article uh, for the draft. How are we doing today, Bryce? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, so you've been uh, probably uh, – this is a strange, strange uh, uh, setup here with all this going on right now, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is. Um, you've been um, – um, how have you been uh, staying in shape, working out with the uh, COVID-19 uh, stay-at-home orders and everything? You've been able to, to keep your uh, uh, your work in and uh, stay in shape and everything? Yeah, uh, I've, I've been able to uh, continue to work out. You know, my mom – Works at the uh, YMCA, and uh, when everybody else leaves the uh, facilities, I'm able to go up there and work out in, in a sterile environment by myself and, and get the work that I need done. So it's a, it's a cool setup. To have. Yeah, that's, that's a nice little advantage right there. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so, uh, Bryce, uh, I watched uh, uh, some of your highlight tape and some of everything that I could get, really get my hands on. Uh, awesome stuff. I was really impressed, uh, you know. Thanks. Uh, explosive first step, extremely fast, great motor, never give up on a play, great timing. Um, I really, really liked what I saw. Uh, I read another article that somebody else had put out at Fansided about you, uh, about how that uh, they thought that you would uh, be a great match for, um, you know, what the Ravens do, just because mm-hmm. of your style of play. I, I don't know if you saw that article as well. Um, but But really cool stuff there. 
Um, you are uh, it, are you six three two fifty five? Is that about right? Yes, sir. That's about right. Okay. All right. Uh, and you went to the East West Shrine game. Tell me a little bit about that experience for you. So that was a great experience. Uh, getting to go out there and playing that game to benefit the kids at the Shriners Hospital. Uh, getting to be coached by NFL coaches and play with with top level talent in my draft class. It was a really good, uh, really uh, great experience. Uh, yeah, I got a lot better down there. I actually learned some things from some of the guys I was playing with, learned some new things from the coaches, and I really just had a great experience soaking everything in. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, and then uh, you went to the Senior Bowl as well? Uh, no, sir. I, I ended up not getting invited to the Senior Bowl. Oh, man. Okay, so so the uh, – uh, the uh, and then I saw that you were able to do your own pro day. Is that right? Yeah, it is. Um, how did you uh, set that up logistically and everything like that? Because uh, the numbers were great. You know, 40-yard dash time, 4.53. That's terrific, man. Uh, yes, sir. Well, you know, I was training in, at APEC out in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, my, my original credit was chosen for March 23rd. Um, uh, that, that got canceled because of the virus and things like that. So I ended up staying in uh, in Texas for an extra week. And training, uh, they were going to have their own pro day for our, our training facility with all the time and marked up and things like that. And uh, we're going to live stream it to scouts. But that ended up getting shut down by the state of Texas because, you know, they, they mandated the stay-at-home policy uh, earlier on in the process. So mm-hmm. I fly home to Mobile and continue to train for about two two weeks and doing my nutrition and everything. Uh, then we went. I went to the field with cones and, and uh, measuring tape and and measured everything out for my for the like for the uh, correct measurements for the drills and things and uh, got it all set up and recorded the entire process. My brother recorded the entire process and uh, and um, we documented everything in a uh, iTunes cloud and uh, iCloud with the, the videos and the, the uh, measurements and times and things like that. So we just did what we could to to set up that uh, here at home so I could have. That uh, film and those numbers sent out to coaches and, and scouts, and I also had uh, positional some positional drills uh, recorded as well to get out there. So I was just trying to really get as much film out there as I possibly could. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's awesome stuff that you were able to do. That I know that not a lot of people were. So uh, good on you for staying after that and getting that out there for everybody to see. Uh, we are uh, you're listening to All Eyes on Cleveland podcast special guest uh, Bryce Huff. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at Bryce55H. He uh, is an ed director from Memphis, uh, second team All-American Athletic Conference, um, and an NFL draft prospect uh, here in the, uh, pro- in the middle of the uh, process, just about two weeks out now, right, uh, Bryce? Yeah, just about. All right. So uh, if we um, take me back a little bit to uh, uh, your decision to go to Memphis, because you guys had a really special year this year, right? Yes, sir, we did. Um, um, what what uh, took you from high school, and, and why did you choose Memphis? Well, uh, I came into high school pretty undersized, you know, uh, didn't fit the quiet, didn't fit the uh, the measurements for defensive end at, uh, at St. Paul's High School in Mobile, Alabama. But uh, I ended up growing and, and getting stronger and faster and developing into a player and polishing my skills and continuing to just grow as a player and my knowledge of the game. And I ended up getting some playing time my junior season. 
Uh, my coach wanted me pin to be an All-American after the season, but I ended up breaking my shoulder going into my the play so going into the first playoff game. Uh, so I didn't have any offers. Uh, my junior after my junior season, I came back bigger and stronger. Uh, after re- rehabbing off of that shoulder injury going into my senior year, ended up getting uh, offered by every Sun Belt school, but uh. I played the entire season committed to South Alabama, and I knew I, I didn't want to necessarily go there. I was hoping for another offer to come through. And, you know, Coach Darrell got the job offer at uh, University of Memphis in December. He called me up and told me that they had offered me to come and play for him and his uh, his team and be a part of the new culture he was trying to build there. So uh, I, I took an official visit to Memphis after being uh, committed to South Alabama the whole year. And um, after seeing what the coaches had of their plan, the new facilities they were going to build, the new programs they, they were going to uh, install, uh, I wanted to come up and be a, a part of the culture and be a part of the change he was making at Memphis. And as you've seen over the past four years, what Coach Novell uh, has been able to do for the program and the culture has been it's been really great, and I was just glad to be a part of it. So Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, as a uh... – as a senior this year, I mean that had to have been awesome, right? So you guys went twelve and two. Uh, you, did you go to the Cotton Bowl? Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Against uh, Penn State, and uh, uh, so seven and one in the conference. You won uh, the conference uh, title game, right, against Cincinnati. So yeah. uh, pretty cool stuff for you guys, right? Definitely. Uh, it took us three years to get there, honestly. Uh, my freshman year, we ended up not going to the championship game. We just went to the Boca Raton Bowl. Uh, my sophomore season, everything picked up a notch. We went to the championship game and ended up losing it, I think, double overtime. Uh, my junior year, we went back to the championship game, ended up losing in the fourth quarter after UCF came back on us. You know, that like, I didn't have a good taste in my mouth even after the first loss, but the second loss really just hit home for me. So uh, we went to the, went back to the drawing board, kicked everything up a notch, and uh, we handled our business this season and won the conference championship. But uh, yeah, we came, we fell short in the Cotton Bowl. Uh, sadly, even though we were putting up a fight, but uh, they ended up taking taking the dub over us. But, yeah, I feel like we still had a pretty good season. Yeah, no, you guys had a had a really special season, and and you did individually as well. Uh, and more importantly, at this point. So we, we talked about how you you know you've been able to continue to work out here in this process, and we're two weeks out and everything. Um, at the, either at the East West Shrine game or since then, have you been in contact with any NFL team? Yes, sir, I've actually been in contact with a, a good bit of teams. Uh, I know uh, a lot of people don't have me that high on draft boards, but it seems like every team that I've talked to so far has been very interested in. I feel like I'm going to have a pretty good placement on, on draft day based off of all the teams that I've talked to. Uh, but, yeah, I've just been staying focused, continuing to watch them, continuing to work out, and just continue to control what I can control at this point in the process, considering everything's basically been shut down due to this virus. So, yeah, I've just been controlling what I control and, and doing the best that I can in these interviews and these film sessions and just making uh, the best impressions that I can. Hey, man, uh, you, you uh, are a great interview, Bryce, and uh, from everything that I saw on tape, that, that explosiveness and uh, the motor and everything is uh, looking really, really good for you. I, you know, I, you know, regardless of what they're saying uh, uh, or have you falling on uh, draft boards at this point, uh, I, I think that uh, certainly teams would 
be uh, amiss not to take a hard uh, and fast look at, at you for their uh, NFL franchise. So we wish you nothing but the best, Bryce. Uh, uh, any uh, parting words here today? We appreciate your time greatly for coming on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, really just you know, continue to stay home, stay safe, you know, wash your hands. Keep that social distance, you know. <laughs> we can get back to regular life, you know. I need to, I need a haircut so bad, man. It's driving me crazy. Insane. Uh, all right, man. Listen, Bryce, uh, you were terrific, and uh, we'll be rooting for you here uh, at All Eyes on Cleveland for sure. And uh, maybe our brownies can scoop me out, but I'd be happy about that for sure. Uh, and and, and uh, so thank you so much uh, for this time, and uh, you were terrific. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. That was Bryce Huff of the Memphis Tigers, NFL draft prospect. Uh, great interview with him. Great attitude. I love uh, guys that uh, are about the right things. I, I love what he said at the end. Um, you know, he, he feels good because of all the NFL teams he's talked to and uh, where where they have him and how they value him, and that that's fantastic. But, you know, control what you can control and uh that's that's the attitude that needs to be had for uh guys in his situation and i certainly will be pulling for him interesting interview i uh, hope you enjoyed it uh go check him out on youtube highlights too the guy can ball for real uh so uh they had a really really special season there and he is a he's dynamite uh player so um i mean that when i say that i would not be uh, object to uh the browns taking a hard look at him later in the draft the guy can really uh remind me kind of a lot of Jannard avery uh but maybe even a little faster um than Jannard uh was so uh all eyes on cleveland podcast i am brad ward that was bryce huff of the memphis tigers nfl draft prospect uh hope uh that everybody is doing well out there wanted to hit on a couple topics here before we get up and out of here again uh so dalvin cook uh has come out and said that he is the best running back in the league true or false it'll be interesting uh to see uh, if any backlash comes back from a comment like that i don't that's a bold statement with uh uh Hen- derrick henry and uh, nick chubb out there certainly um i like dalvin cook's game a lot but to uh i would not uh have him as the best running back in the league certainly uh talking a little bit over his head there uh the browns are still rumored to be interested in jadavian clowney uh and their most recent news uh has the seahawks 
saying that they are out or falling off of this market a little bit, uh, taking some interest away. Uh, most recent news before that was that his price may have dropped to 17 or $18 million a year. Here's what's get tricky with this this contract in the Browns. So you have Vernon at 15-5, and they're trying to restructure that, uh, which would be great. But if you are going to have to sign, I don't know if you can sign Clowney to a one-year deal. Uh, I don't know if that's in the cards. So more than likely, I would think a team would want to sign him to a three- or four-year deal with an out, like after two years. Um, and that is not – I don't think the Browns want to do that. I wouldn't want to do that if I was the Browns. If I could sign him to a one-year deal uh, and and trade him and swap him for Vernon's contract, uh, then I guess I would have no problem with that. But once again, we come back to that they're very similar players as far as statistics. I, I said before, I think that Clowney is a little more disruptive uh, at times, but uh, sack numbers, tackles for loss, things like that are almost equal. They've both missed about the same amount of time. Uh, he plays a very physical brand of football, Clowney does, and is beat up a lot. So you have to take all these things into account. He's also coming off of surgery, which is a serious question mark because once again now, and this is going to come up again in a couple moments, uh, because of uh, the pandemic and COVID-19, these trainers can't get their hands on these guys to really evaluate where they are at. So the Browns, if the Browns can't evaluate where he's at or any team can't evaluate where he's at, that puts those teams in a tough situation to put big money uh, on these players. Uh, so the clowny situation still hangs over the Browns' head, um, and it's an interesting one the way it unfolds. So keep your eyes on that. Just a couple thoughts from me on that about the contract length. I would not sign him to anything over a one-year deal um, because you know that money is gone with Vernon and you're going to have to start paying guys uh, next year. So that is where I would go with that. I expect Vernon to play well this year um, and because uh, I thought he did when he was healthy. Um, and I don't see a huge difference between the two. I, I do think Clowney is a little bit better of a player uh, when he's fully healthy, but we don't even know that. We don't even know that. Um, so I, I'm torn, but I, I lean towards right now uh, just hanging on to Vernon, um, maybe trying to get him to restructure, or if not, you know, the 15-5 is, is paid out. It's There's no dead money there, so he's off the books completely next year, which is nice. Um, the Bengals are rumored from Peter King uh, to potentially like or people in the Bengals building like Justin Herbert a lot. Um, And Peter King says if he was the Dolphins, he would throw four ones. Now, the Dolphins have absurd draft capital. They have five first-round picks, um and four second round picks 
in the next two drafts. See, so he is saying take four ones, throw them at the Bengals if you really, really like Joe Burrow. If you love Joe Burrow and you're the Dolphins and you throw four ones at the Bengals, they like Justin Herbert maybe. They can still get him at five and uh, the Dolphins end up with Joe Burrow they would still have a first round pick and four twos over the next two years so put would put them in a, a really nice situation it puts the Bengals uh future up in the air you wonder about Andy Dalton and where he goes because musical chairs basically the music is stopped and there are no uh more starting positions really available um you've got cam newton out there you've got Jameis winston out there um that all is going to be an interesting to see how that shakes out uh you know but the Bengals want or fondness for justin herbert is interesting and the rumor that the dolphins want to go after joe burrow is also interesting just because they have so much draft capital you wonder if they could blow away the Bengals. now the bangle if i was the Bengals, i would never 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 do it uh, oh you got ohio kid coming in franchise quarterback uh love what burrow is and love what he's gonna be i would never do that even for the four ones but it's interesting uh because that's a lot of capital right there and it's a lot of starters you can plug uh on a team that that needs them to be honest uh tua and and we'll talk about tua here tua is gonna fall uh, down draft charts here uh, because once again the trainers cannot get their hands on him he had four surgeries two on sprained ankles uh, Mike Tan- Tannenbaum who was with the Dolphins actually came out and even said it's irresponsible to take him in the top 10 uh, because of his health issues and not being able to see where he is health wise and uh, this is going to be a continuing theme as we get closer to the draft um, as you're going to hear and see all these guys nobody can get their hands on them nobody can figure out uh, you know where they stand medically um, and uh, it's going to continue to affect uh, deals like the clowny deal um, deals like uh, or not even deals but where Tua gets drafted where other guys get drafted uh, so uh, saw that uh, Delpit kid from LSU love him as a safety want the Browns to target him potentially in the second round if he's still there uh, put up a uh, excellent pro day today as well so uh, and you can catch all of that if you look just look him up on Twitter uh, you can get some visuals from that uh, as they uh, were able to put together a a pro day there it was interesting to hear uh bryce uh in the interview talk about how he uh logistically had to put together his pro day and what was allowed and wasn't wasn't allowed with the stay at home orders in te- 
Texas there. He went back to Mobile and got his done uh, and got the tape out to some teams. Rooting for Bryce Huff. Good kid. Great interview. Uh, hope, he, hope he gets drafted. If not, I think that he can make a team for sure. Uh, very, very explosive. Check him out on YouTube. Hope you enjoyed this update here as the Browns are just two weeks away from the draft. Uh, this has been uh, All Eyes on Cleveland. We will be coming to you with more shows, more content, more interviews with the uh, best uh, people. Mikey, what are you doing? <laughs> what was that, Mikey? Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Uh, that, but yeah, no, we'll be coming to you with uh, more interviews of the uh, best and most interesting, intriguing personalities in the Cleveland landscape, uh, more draft stuff, uh, more experts to lay it all out for you here as we get closer in this two weeks nose to the grindstone right so uh we'll be uh drilling it out for you here at all eyes on cleveland big thanks to bryce huff of the memphis tigers for taking some time out to talk to us about his draft process and of course mikey on the ones and twos you've been listening to all eyes on cleveland the podcast i am brad ward and we are out